Welcome to Mosaic, a podcast about theology and theologizing in Singapore, Asia, and beyond. Brought to you by Singapore Bible College. Hello, friends and listeners of the Mosaic podcast, and welcome to our second season. We are very excited to begin a new season in which we will be doing a lot of new and interesting things. And for our first episode of this new season, for the first time in a long while, all four of our hosts, Benita, Jackie, Jean, and myself, Justin, are gathered together to talk for a podcast episode. So first, I just wanted to ask a very simple question. How is everyone doing? How are all of you? Hi. So yeah, just please feel free to just say hi and just talk about yourself, how things have been going for you. Maybe even any major life updates or changes that are going on in your life. And you can share as much as you're comfortable sharing. Hi, everyone. This is Jackie. Glad to be back again. Just a little bit of personal update. I am actually going to be transitioning from Singapore back to the U.S. in Chicago. I'll continue to be involved in this project, but it will be remote. So part of what we want to do is not just located in Singapore, but um, Singapore and beyond. So hopefully I'll be able to contribute to more of that beyond element from Chicago. Wow, Jackie, that's like a huge commitment that you have just (laughs) (laughs) taken and done just to fulfill this beyond thing. Okay, I'm not that far behind you, I guess. So (laughs) Benita here. Hi, everyone. I am currently in Los Angeles. I'm back for a month already and I plan to be here for about two years to finish up my PhD. So I'm almost there. Yes. How about you, Jean? <laughs> I'm well. In the meantime, myself and Justin will probably be still anchoring our places in Singapore and being with Singapore audiences and the scholars and academics visiting and coming through. I think both of us are quite happy to be here and we're very thankful for just the opportunity that we have even to be able to do things like this. And we're mm-hmm. looking forward to the conversations that come in this upcoming season as well. So maybe one reason that we are gathered here today is to do two basic things. The first thing is we wanted to do a recap of our last season and to share some lessons that we've learned to talk about some highlights, maybe some favorite guests or episodes. We don't have to really play favorites. So if we don't talk about favorites, we don't have to do that. Or even some behind the scenes, funny or embarrassing stories that we might have about that. Uh, We also, the second point is we wanted to talk about the subject of our new season, what the topic is, why we ended up choosing it, and to give maybe some previews for our listeners going forward. So let's talk a little bit about our first season. I think for all of us, it was our first time doing a podcast and some of the early episodes were sort of getting our bearing. But were there any highlights for you guys in your own times doing interviews? Were there any major lessons you learned or any conversations or anything you had that were particularly meaningful to you? So I'll just let you guys share what you think first. If you don't mind, I'll start first. So I think for me, one of the highlights or more actually a challenge, almost like a growing experience was the two episodes in Mandarin that I did with Jing, interviewing first Dr. Li Chichu and then secondly, Dr. Benjamin Wu. Even though I grew up as a Mandarin speaker, I have this kind of reversal of mother tongue thing going on in my experience. So English is actually my most comfortable language especially engaging topics that has scholarly concerns. And Chinese is probably not my most comfortable language. So I'm much more comfortable ordering food in Mandarin than I am talking about theological thought. So to do the episodes in Mandarin, it was kind of a tall order to start with. And it was good learning experience for me and a bit of an embarrassing story. So the first one that we did in Mandarin was with Dr. Li Chichu. And I remember like I had everything scripted out. As I was going through it, like I was 
stumbling over my own words. We had to like just say like, okay, redo, like in the middle. You know, it's one of those like kind of embarrassing because supposedly I can speak Mandarin fluently, but it's one of those things that you really learn about yourself and you grow. Mm. And, and I was glad that the second episode we did with Dr. Benjamin Wu, I didn't have to do a redo. So nice. I grew, I grew. Just a quick point, though. One thing that all of us have in common is that we do speak other languages, but I don't think any of us are perfect in those languages. And I think that's a stumbling block that all of us have had experienced in the past in various ways. So I just wanted to make a quick comment about that. Yeah, thanks, Justin. For me, when I was looking at the list of episodes that I was involved with, I actually noticed a pattern. Nearly all of the episodes I did were with people who are not Singaporeans talking about theological topics that exist elsewhere outside the world, as well as people who are doing missions types subjects. So I think I was quite fortunate in that I was able to get a lot of perspective about things that God is doing around the world. Jackie and I did an interview with our friends from Nagaland. I did interviews with missions, organizations, influential leaders with Benita for both of them, or uh, Jackie, the other one, and Jerry and Angu and people like that. So I realized I was able to see a lot about the kinds of things that God is doing in the world in very interesting and forward ways. And I feel like that was a very good experience in having lots of stimulating conversations of learning a lot about different perspectives and even things that I assumed about the world and about God's moving in the world. I think there's a lot that I learned about that. So for me, I, you know, I wouldn't say there was any favorite guests or episodes, but I was really thankful for the depths of conversations that I was able to have and the sort of learning experiences that our podcast, I think, is supposed to be. So even as someone who was on the hosting side, maybe our listeners felt that there are episodes where they've learned a lot about different topics, but I felt that those types of topics and those conversations were very enlightening for me as well. So that was one thing that I was very thankful for and th that I learned a lot about. Most of the interviews I had were with people I already know, apart from one that I did with Jackie. So for me, it was really nice to catch up with people who are, you know, not in Singapore right now. And also, to even do a, our first podcast in person <laughs> with Lawrence from OM. I think I was just very grateful also as I reflected upon this, not just on top of the things that, that we have learned and I've gained from perspectives from my friends, but also just grateful that there are so many fellow sojourners on this journey and we are all part of that body of Christ doing different things. Kind of like they're doing the hard work for us <laughs> and we're just, you know, enjoying the fruit of their labor, so to speak. But we're so glad that I can be part of this to share this with people. So yeah, that was for me. First of all, I think that we all want to say thank you to all our interviewees who have like mm. given their time. We appreciate every single one of them. For me, I'm really fortunate to experience the range. So I've had Chinese and English, as well as missionaries, scholars, and practitioners. That diversity made me appreciate the mosaic, just to play our mm -hmm. title. <laughs> And the talents and the skills and the lives that are enriched because each serve out of what they've been given and they continue to grow and develop and forge paths ahead. So really appreciate the very many brothers and sisters who are just laboring together. I particularly enjoyed the times with the limbs. I learned so much from being with them in my training and I continue to be inspired by that story. I also enjoyed my time with Angu. 
we actually went out to Orchard Road of all places and chatted about growing up in India versus growing up in Singapore. We also had other connections to Durham as well and other colleagues that we shared. So like Benita, I really enjoyed the personal relationships. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving for me. So Jackie has shared a little bit about some struggles she had with one particular episode, but do any of you guys have any interesting, you know, behind the scenes moments, anything memorable or maybe even embarrassing that happened over the course of your interviews? I have one that's really, really bad is that we had interviewed Jerry and Angu and we had had a really nice conversation, Gene and I, and we're like, wow, this was such a good episode. Like, this is perfect. Like it went exactly as well as it could have gone. And then we couldn't find the recording later on. And so we're, we're searching frantically for it and just wasn't anywhere. And then we ended up having to call her and say, hey, can we do another interview with you? And we felt so sorry about having to get her to come back on because, you know, we have to bother her. She came to Singapore and we had an interview with her in Singapore. And then we have to do another interview online. But yeah, that was a very embarrassing moment, I think. And it was a very frustrating moment to kind of have to go through something like that. They were very gracious. They were were very gracious. Hopefully your second episode was even better. The second time was better than the first. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. (laughs) I kept thinking that, oh, now that we've gone through a second time, we are discussing things that we assume that Mm. we know, but the audiences probably have no idea what we're thinking about. Oh, that was really bad in an embarrassing way. (laughs) So this is helpful for our audience to see that not only do we have personal relationships with our podcast guests outside of the context of podcasts, and that we we actually have fun with Mm. them and have in-depth conversations beyond the recordings themselves but we also have embarrassing stories to show that podcast hosts are well people too (laughs) we're still beginners please forgive us for our mistakes (laughs) okay so here's another random question then did you guys have any favorite episodes that were not ones that you were a part of so ones that you were not on that you listened to and said oh actually i really enjoyed this episode yeah i totally did i wish i was there fly on the wall doing the ronald recording but then it was it was good to listen to his recording online i was like oh wow this is really cool i should have been there i i should have interviewed him but um, but no, it was it was great. I, I really appreciate the conversation hearing Benita and Jing conversing with him. Learned a mm. lot from that episode myself. I think Ronald would be very gratified to hear that we had a lot of technical problems with that one as well. I think we oh, yeah, that one was funny. Oh yeah, really, because he really was funny. What was it? I think he was in a very echoey space. Yeah. And then he was uh. actually Having a comforter yeah. over his head and trying to, you know, reduce the, under the, the echo. Cloak. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was like this most of the time. Like imagine being like, you know, you're on your bed under. and it's, the AC is, the aircon is really cold, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I think we weren't too distracted by that, thankfully. And we had a <laughs> thankfully good episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Like listening, I could not tell. So <laughs> good. <laughs> of having an audio only podcast rather than audio <laughs> and video. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Chang Lung, for all of your oh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our behind the scenes editing. <laughs> I think for me, I also like the Ronald episode. I think I also enjoyed the Sam Lim episode. Because I'd heard of Sam, but hearing the kinds of things he's doing was very, very like stimulating in terms of a missions perspective. And it made me like want to become friends with him. Right. So that's one. And I also really enjoyed the David Wang episode because, you know, he's come and visited Singapore and he gave a presentation when he was at SBC. But hearing the kinds of things that they're doing with spiritual formation is very like, oh, that's so enlightening that there are people who are forward thinking in this way and are doing things that are answers to some of the questions that we're asking, even in a place like SBC and that we get to be a part of the work 
that he's doing over here as well. So I was really encouraged by those episodes in particular, not to say the other ones weren't good either, but those particular ones for me. I like the LLO and Rathu Thulung, um, the Naga episode, because that was the first time I get to hear more of what Jackie and her colleagues are doing in terms of scholarly work in making the experiences of local theology accessible to the rest of the world. So I thought that was really meaningful. They'll be really happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to share that that was one of the episodes mm. that I really enjoyed. And I think we don't hear enough from a lot of voices in Asia and I think this is definitely one of the things I hope we can do more in the coming episodes uh, and I think the other one that I enjoyed a lot was actually Ben Wu's <laughs> um, yeah the Chinese one he's such a good teacher really and you know I miss his teachings and I think it's always valuable to listen from historical theologians' perspective on how do we understand the place where theology develops and takes place and allow ourselves to learn from the past. We don't talk about that enough. Mm. That's really cool. Well, thanks for your... Uh, yeah, so oh, no, really... I was going to say, I wish we could transcribe this podcast and make it available for English audiences too. Well, we do have uh, advanced AI tools now that might make that a little oh, bit yeah, easier. So <laughs> if we apply them correctly, we've been talking a lot about AI over here at SBC, especially amongst our mm. faculty. And if we are able to use the, the tools correctly, then maybe we can uh, make that available in English, but we'll have to see if we can do that. <laughs> well, well, thanks for your for sharing, guys. I wanted to move on to the second part of our intention for today, which is to talk about what we want to do in this upcoming season. As I mentioned in the preview, you know, the little trade teaser from the last month. Uh, the new topic for our upcoming season is church slash gospel and culture. Uh, it happens to be very similar in title to a course that I teach at Singapore Bible College or that I've taught the last few years, but it's not my intention. I didn't choose this title. It just appears sort of organically. But I wanted to ask you guys, what does that mean, church, gospel, and culture? And why did we actually end up coming to this topic? Well, for me, and I believe this speaks for many of our sentiments. The fact that we are placed in the times and places that we are and called to live out a living witness, therefore demands this responsiveness to the needs and the cries of the people around us. So first and foremost for me would be being truly loving the people who are placed around me and doing it out of a love for Christ. Yeah, Jane, thank you for that. I think that's helpful. And piggyback off on James, I've noticed that in our past season, half of our episodes are with people who are involved in mission work itself or thinking about missiology. And I think that comes from a part of compassion and wanting to know what people are going through. And I think particularly, I've been thinking a lot about the context, the Asian context. Christians in Asia, we are in a religiously plural society and we are usually the minority. And a lot of the times being Christians, we could also be first, maybe second generation Christians. So a lot of what's going on in the society, we cannot assume a Christian position or a Christian thought in the dominant society. And so we are always trying to engage it from almost a position of weakness or minority voice. That's important then for us as Christians to always think about how does our faith allow us to engage the society at large? And so that is why a lot of times we're thinking about it from a theological perspective, but a lot of times we're thinking about it from a missiological perspective. In a sense, it forwards our understanding of Christian faith. And being in this kind of environment and engaging society makes our faith more dynamic. Mm. 
And so I'm really excited about this next season when we are talking about church and society at large. If you don't mind, could I piggyback on that comment with a comment? I was asked in church, someone came up to me in church, why should we read history? Because, you know, history is written by victors. And I was gratified because I could then answer, actually, a lot of Christian history, the history that's recorded in the Bible, shows Christianity in a position of political weakness and being able to feel not less for it, but that we have a identity and a source of strength that is greater than prevailing powers. And it doesn't make us feel defeated, but we're still able to speak truth lovingly and be able to act upon it to practically bring about welfare and practically speak up for those who have no voices. So I think that is an amazing perspective and position that Jackie speaks of. Definitely, it's not a position of privilege, but a lot of times it is trying to just be very credible people I think for me, the whole idea of church is as someone who grew up in church and pretty much was taught the Augsburg Confession, which is on, you know, the church is where the assembly of all believers, among whom the gospel is purely preached and the holy sacraments are administered according to the gospel. And this has always been an assumption, but when it actually comes to the gospel being preached in different settings, you know, around Asia on my own, like experiences on mission trips and the different types of holy sacraments that are understood. How is that being understood and administered among different churches? And what does that mean that we are one body of Christ? What does it mean for me as a Singaporean Chinese who have Chinese religious background, at least on my paternal side, and friends who are also practicing Chinese religions? So what does this mean for us to be a church practicing all these understanding the gospel, understanding the sacraments. I think this engages culture. So my research area is liturgy, as you can already hear a lot of rituals <laughs> and liturgy stuff. But I think practices, assumptions, theologies that we've had has a lot to do with who we are as people of particular cultures. So for me, I'm really interested in understanding and unpeeling in that sense, what this actually looks like on the ground in Asia and beyond. Yeah, so that's why I'm interested in. Very cool. Thanks for sharing, Benita. For me, when we talk about the word theology, some people will shut off immediately because they don't want to talk about difficult or complicated things. Other people like theology, but there's always a tendency amongst us to think about theology in sort of these abstract, grand categories. But in reality, theology is often taking place on the ground as Christians in everyday situations are facing challenges that they have to respond to. And these challenges are always requiring us to respond in a theological way, to make decisions based on what we believe and to respond to these kinds of challenges. And so this idea of how the church actually engages with the world around it is to me a very important and very interesting topic because it says a lot about who we are, about how we make sense of our own identities. And I think that what people actually are interested in hearing is less about the kind of abstract, more conceptual theology, but more of that applied theology of there's a lot of issues that we're facing. What do we actually do as Christians to respond? How do we go back to tradition? How do we go back and study culture? How do we make sense of ourselves and study the world around us? in order to be able to respond in right and godly and biblical ways that reflect our faith as Christians, because everything we do must reflect our faith in some form or another. So I think for me, this upcoming season and this idea of tackling maybe some more relevant on the ground issues that Christians are thinking about and facing today is a very necessary step forward in 
in how we as Christians learn how to think and respond well to the ever-changing world around us. And I think we want to, in this season, talk to people who are doing a better job or doing a more intentional job of addressing particular issues that all of us can learn from. And, and some of the issues maybe might be a bit more unique to Singapore because we're starting from SBC as a base, but a lot of these issues are things that are being faced around the world in various places. And we want this season to be an, a resource for people who are listening to know how to think better and to respond better to a lot of the issues that we're facing in this current age. So that's my background and perspective on this. So with that, with that in mind, um, you know, for you guys, are there any issues or challenges that you guys want to talk about, or maybe that you're hoping that we get to address or look at in this upcoming season? Any examples of what that might be? Maybe to give a bit of a teaser or preview. I'll give a teaser or preview. I think I'm really excited that we're going to be tackling probably some things related to situations that sounds gender relating to women, but I, I think these are issues that we can look at more in the church. So we're looking to possibly invite someone who's worked on putting together a publication for young Christian women here in Singapore and kind of addressing issues that are unique to um, that population. It tends to be that in our church, sometimes we have a lot of women actually in the church, but a lot of times our church leaders are male and they speak to everyone as though everyone is the same. And I think sometimes it's important to recognize that because of our gender, that we have different experiences and we have different concerns. Not to say that we're not equal in Christ and that we share in the same humanity, but growing up as a young girl, um, a Christian girl, you could have questions and concerns that are different than someone who is middle-aged and male. And I'm just thinking like even the difference between my husband and my daughter, you know, sometimes they have different perspectives. And sometimes it's important to realize that we have different perspectives because of our age, because of our gender. And so I'm really excited for that one. And then another related one is uh, also on women but this one is a little bit interesting, is a Singaporean missionary who has worked in Taiwan, working with women who work in the red light district and how she reached out to them and the stories of these women who, what we would say, well, these jobs are not exactly the most desirable jobs and how did they encounter Christ and what does encountering Christ mean to them? And so I'm really excited to have these upcoming episodes in terms of how we engage the society and issues that are related to people's experiences as women. I'm excited by what Justin actually proposed in terms of, if you don't mind, Justin, I speak of my interest in some of the projects you mentioned that we'll be talking to our colleagues in the other schools in SBC, especially School of Counseling and School of Church Music for some of the avenues that could be there. But um, Justin, what ideas do you have in relation to these schools can we think about? You know, one of the big rising issues is the topic of, say, mental health. And our School of Counseling has been doing well with regard to um, enrollment. And there are always people who are wanting to study this topic more and knowing some people from the younger generations. The, the issue of mental health is, is such a big issue where amongst young people, it's not to say that it hasn't ever, it hasn't been prevalent in the past, but the prevalence of it in a very obvious way is something that does need to be discussed, right? And there's been a lot of discussions about it when our School of Counseling does Counseling Week. We literally get guests in the numbers of the tens of thousands. And that's saying something about the importance of topics like this. And so I think that being able to sort of reflect on this in this open, maybe theological, contextual way is a very important thing that 
does need to happen where maybe more of us are aware of it, but we need more wisdom in knowing how to like think through it well from people who know more about this topic and can address it theologically. And of course, we have our colleagues in the School of, of Church Music who have so much richness and wisdom to offer us, and we can benefit from just what they have to say about the state of worship today and about you know needs in churches and, and movements and things that are growing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to these kinds of conversations that we hopefully be having with these colleagues of ours who are right down the office from us uh, and people who we consider to be friends. So I'm looking forward to those kinds of conversations as well. It's always very exciting to attend um, a graduation project by our School of Church Music graduates. They come up with amazing creations that reflect both our relationship with God and where he has placed us. So I've heard Indigenous music coming up, as well as fantastic retellings of biblical stories, but with Asian faces. So these are amazing experiences. Mine briefly would be, we do have a couple of very pertinent issues in churches today uh, that many churches are also talking about on gender, on leadership, and hope to cover some of those also in our coming episodes. So yeah, I just hope that these conversations will also be edifying to the church and wherever people are at and to give us uh, fresh perspectives and also encouragement for the coming future where these conversations are going to come up over and over again. And uh, we stuff that we have to live with, really. Yeah, those are the things I'm looking forward to. For me, my interest is in multiculturalism. And I'm very excited to be greeting Havila, who's coming, and seeing how she does her work in South India. But at the same time, having a global audience who are very keen to read her work because she's able to speak truly to her place as well as make her work at the same time, understandable to a larger church. So that's an amazing skill to be able to speak so specifically and broadly. I would like to also explore multiculturalism in Singapore because this is such a big phenomenon all over the world, making sense of not only ourselves, but the diversities of societies that we're in. And how do we live with people that seem so different, but at the same time are so alike ourselves? Yeah, thank you guys for sharing. It looks like we have a lot of good things to look forward to in the upcoming season, a lot of interesting conversations to be had and topics to be discussed that are hopefully relevant to our audiences. But we still have a lot of work to do in preparation for this, but we will be working hard and furiously to make sure that these are ready for you guys. But we are also looking forward to the good conversation we'll have. So I think that's it for us for this week. Thank you for your attention. And we look forward to seeing you guys in the upcoming weeks. Please keep tuning in. This has been Mosaic, a podcast by Singapore Bible College. Special thanks to Hilary Lim and Micah Singapore for giving us permission to use their music for our show. We would love to hear any feedback, suggestions, or comments that you might have, especially for future episodes. So feel free to contact us through our website at sbc.edu.sg. You can check out the website to discover more about our degree programs, events, and publications. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating, or tell a friend. Thanks for listening.